And now, a Blaze Media Podcast. Wow, that is exactly what this is. A Blaze Media Podcast, which you should subscribe to, uh, by the way. Uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Subscribe. Uh, thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. Um, I, you know, You know me. I like to start out with good news because I'm just a I'm a happy-go-lucky fella that just likes to sing and dance along the sidewalk and just kick the mud puddle water in the air. So let's start off with some good news, and then we'll move on to the maddening stories of the day. Wendy's has announced that it's going to be serving breakfast nationwide starting next year. no that's it's exciting news wendy's is going to serve breakfast launching next year they're going to hire twenty thousand new employees you're going to be able to stop at wendy's breakfast restaurants all over america It's, it's incredible growth opportunities said the ceo we're well positioned to pursue it now you've turned me. Why? Why? Why would you? Why would you do that? I'm all excited, and then it shot down. All ready for a double beef whopper uh, waffles? Wait, that's Burger King. Wait, I want a double. Square Wendy's Waffle Burger. <laughs> there goes that. I was all ready for a sponsorship for Wendy's breakfast. I shot it to hell with one comment. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, so you know what, what got me wrong is I'm upset about this uh, story that I read last night. It's agonizing. Okay? If this story is true, it is absolutely agonizing. So... Katrina Bookman, New York, New York woman, uh, goes to the Resorts World Casino, play in the slots. All of a sudden, ding, 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 ding. It's rolling and dinging, and the lights are going off, and everything's going crazy. She takes a selfie of herself. Click. She can't believe it. On the screen. Right on the screen, congratulations, Katrina Buckman. You're our grand prize winner. You've won $42,949,672.76. Congratulations. Yay. Yay. Uh, the casino said, uh, ah, that was just a glitch. Uh, it was just a glitch. Sorry, it was a malfunction in the machine. Uh, you know, we're sorry. Uh, we'll give you, uh, you know, we'll give you the two twenty-five that uh, you left in the machine, and uh, we'll give you a steak dinner on the house. Uh, no? <laughs> How about no? Are you freaking kidding me? Okay, so I'll give you. I'll give you that it was a glitch. I'll give you that. Okay, you know what? There's no way that you legitimately thought you were going to win $42 million from this machine. Okay? I'll give you that. 100%. I'll give you that. 
You, when you sat down to play the the, the 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 Sphinx slot machine, you didn't think that you had an opportunity to win forty two million. I'll give you. However, when it all ding 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 and everything's going off, and you expect me to be okay with a steak dinner and my two twenty five, uh, no. How about uh, it was a glitch, and uh, we're sorry for your for the inconvenience of the glitch. Here's a million. Here we'll give you a million. Here's a million cash. Get out of here. Thank you. Sorry, sorry about the glitch. Here's your, here's a million. Have another. Uh, no. And now she is busy saying, uh, "No, I'm not. I'm not accepting either as a consolation." Uh, somebody owes me some cash. Uh, yes. And there, I don't believe there's a jury in the world, let alone the United States of America, that lets this lady walk away with anything less than a million. So um, I would like to recreate this issue as if I was the one. Okay, so I'm playing the slots. I'm playing the slots, and I hit the jump. Ding, 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 ding. The grand for winner, ding, 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 Chris Cruz, $42,949,672.76. Chris Cruz, congratulations. So I won, right? I won. I won. Um, uh, Mr. Casino, I would like to cash out. Um, yeah, I know. Look, I know you took a selfie of yourself in front of the machine and stuff, and everything was uh, yeah, the, the, was going crazy. The music and, went off, and right? the confetti came out, yeah. and the big broad came man. out, and Oof. yeah, man, wish we could help you, but there was a glitch in the machine. And... Well, then you're in jail for me. so I won, right? I won the no, forty-two you, million you dollars. There's a glitch in the machine. You can't. I cannot hear you over me shooting you, but you. I won the computer. It was a glitch now listen, I tell you what. Listen, this is, okay. I, we realized it was a big glitch, so we'll give you a steak dinner. Okay, listen. I know it was a uh-huh. big glitch, and you yeah. don't. You know, it doesn't sound like you want no, the steak dinner. No, do not so want that. Listen, yeah. what we'll do is we'll give you the steak dinner and the the two dollars and twenty five cents. Not understanding is I won forty two million dollars. You know I could round it down to a straight forty two million. Forget about the rest of it. There is not a chance. Absolutely not. Come on. No, this casino will be named after her, and then she's the new right Mrs. Casino. Uh, Katrina Bookman. I mean, yes, they handled this completely wrong. And I'm sorry. No, there's no such thing as a glitch that is in favor of the house. Usually. <laughs> When you're playing Katrina, Katrina, you owe us $42 million. Exactly. No, baby. No. I'll tell you what, Katrina. We know it was a glitch. We'll get. We'll let you off by you just giving us a steak dinner and Thank another you. $2.25. Thank you. Because I believe uh, five years ago, I went to Vegas and lost $10,000. Whoa. And I, oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Ooh, baby. Mm-hmm. I think it was a glitch. The, yes, on the hand of it the was blackjack definitely dealer. Definitely a glitch. Yeah, there was yeah. a glitch on the, I lost on the $10, dealer. Ten thousand dollars in one table, dude. Seating. What are you doing? I was high rolling, bro. They got me. What they are you me. doing? Now you never, you know. Look, when I go to Vegas, I like to go there. Now, you know, I never, I never take more than I can lose. You never take so more you take than what, you can $3? lose. So you take what? Three dollars? So you know, you know me. I do uh, know Mr. you, Mister Vegas. Mister Vegas, yes. That's the, you and Pat. Oh, it's like oh my Mr. Gosh. Twitter and Mr. Vegas. Thank you. That's, yes, man. Uh, you go to Vegas and it's 
I mean, it's party and gamble I, t- yes, city. Yes. Just me. And uh, actually, I like Vegas. It's, I do too. But, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're Mr. Big Bucks losing ten grand. Uh, it wasn't my ten grand. It was the military's ten grand. So oh, so you. whatever. Still though. So thank you, taxpayer. It's money. a glitch though. It was a glitch. Yes, it was a glitch. Big time glitch. Yes. There's no way. I'm sorry. Not not a chance. Does this resorts world casino get off? Without giving her some money. That sounds familiar. Is that the local one here? Resort Resorts World, World Casino. I, that I'm guessing really this was in New York. She was in New York, right? I mean, I, actually, I don't know that. She's from New York. But uh, she was gambling at the Resorts World Casino. It doesn't say which one. Which is why I preface this entire story by, if it's real. Because <laughs> there's, come on now. I'm, No. Yeah, it's in New York. Yeah. Uh, it's rwnewyork.com. I'm, I'm guessing yeah. Katrina didn't. That's what I'm saying. Katrina isn't traveling the globe gamble, gambling at casinos, right? I mean, she lives in New York. She's, you know, a working working mom, a working person who, you know, just goes and plays the slots, trying to make a few bucks, happy that she makes 50, you know, 100 bucks on a Friday night, and she calls it happy, which is why I said, you know, obviously she didn't expect. Yeah. She didn't. It was it's obvious that she's not expecting to win millions on, from this machine. However, the machine when the machine it. says it and the lights and everything goes off and right the announcer comes out starts to Katrina Bookman, congratulations. And everything is going off. And come on down, you look what the machine says, you've won all this. And when the announcer comes out, it's a done deal. It is. That I don't is care. on the contract. Yeah. Resorts World Casino can bite me. Man, the announcer rolled out, the balloons went off, the lights were blinking, and the announcer said, Katrina Buckman, congratulations! Come over here. Look at that. How do you feel about winning $42,949,672.76? Pull the plug. That was a glitch. No. I, you know, and that's why I say, look, I would be willing. Seriously, I would say if they came to me and said, hey, that's a glitch. We, you know, you're not, you didn't win $42 million. And I, I, I would say, okay, cool. No, I, I got it. No problem. But uh, I got I, a I got a picture here with me and the machine said and uh, yeah you know here how about uh, I'll take a briefcase with a million bucks in it and we'll call and it I'll keep even. my mouth shut we'll call it even see you later have a nice day oh and I want you, this lady to own casino. I do too I want her to own that casino and I want her because I, I was looking on the website it's a four hundred million dollar resort <laughs> I want her to own half of that yes <laughs> right now. So that was that was a huge mistake. That is a of big them mistake. To say, you know, it's a glitch, and you know, hey, you no, know what? Here's a steak dinner. We just played the advocate of like if it was a glitch on her end, they were like, oh, honey, oh she'd be arrested. Uh, she'd be in the casino jail. Yes. Not only that, she'd be swimming with the fishes. <laughs> you got this Don guy saying, uh, Booker, whatever girl, um, honey. Where's my money? I don't think they might not. I mean, they might have something to do with a little bit of the casinos, but a lot, most of those casinos in. Uh, oh, it's, hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? You owe me money. That's not quite how I was going to put it. But oh, no? No. Elizabeth Warren? Oh, no, yeah. she's from Massachusetts. Never mind. She's yeah, no, she's not part of the New York, no. New Jersey uh, uh, Indian Mafia. Indian Mafia. No. There is an Indian Mafia, man. Oh, really? So don't Have even, you met it? Yes. Really? Yes. We'll be messing in with Tampa? the Indian Mafia, man. Was there one in Tampa? 
I can't say anymore. So, look who we have in the break room. Uh, an etiquette expert broadcaster worked uh, as a, a, a butler for the Prince of Wales, worked for Dukes, worked for lowly estate holders, uh, became, uh, first he was like a, a butler intern, killed the main butler off and took his job. Grant Harold, <laughs> the etiquette expert to the world, joining us on Chewing the Fat in the break room. How are you, sir? Hello, sir. I'm very, oh, I, I love that introduction. That's one of the best introductions I've ever had. <laughs> Fantastic. So now, uh, as you, you know, I mean, you, you're running an etiquette and household uh, <laughs> consultancy company. You're running the Royal mm. School of Butlers. You know, I mean, you are, uh, you know, living a life of uh, well, almost servitude, but you're still living high off the hog. What's the number one misconception of what, you know, what a butler is? You know, it's funny because I think because when you think of all the the Downton Abbey and all those kind of series yeah. about, uh, about the upstairs downstairs, people assume that the butler goes around in the tailcoat, uh, is kind of kind of dark, quiet figure that uh, rules these cities, and that was true over a hundred years ago. But today, the role is 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 so different. It's so different, and the way we dress and what we do is, is completely changed. Um, I probably shouldn't say that because it's people's illusion, but yeah, it it's really a good illusion. Mm. It's a good illusion to have. It is. Well, it's why I went into the profession. I, I was fascinated by, I, I'll tell you what got me into it was a movie called the remains of the day. Oh, yeah. uh, back in the 1990s, and, uh, Anthony Hopkins, Emma Thompson and Anthony played uh, the butler, Steve. Yeah. And I absolutely love this this role. I thought this is an amazing thing to run such a beautiful home, uh, get to get that lifestyle. It, it was it was amazing, you know. Unless you win lottery or you you know you, you're the son of uh, an hero or countess or something, you're not going to experience that. And I thought, well, maybe as a butler, that that was an amazing world. And and what's extraordinary is it really has it really did open up an extraordinary world that as you said i'm i'm still very much part yeah so is as a as a butler uh to uh to the to the royals forget the people that are just estate holders you know the lowly people are just owning estates i mean i'm surprised you even admit that you worked for those people but you worked for the you're you're behind the scenes at the royals and now you spent uh, mm. i mean six or seven years working for uh prince yeah. charles um you know yeah. what are, were you the guy that just making sure that the shoelaces were ironed and everything was fine <laughs> I, I, I hate to break the illusion, but no, that wouldn't even, even if it wasn't in my job remit to do stuff like that. Um, no, no the, the role of a, a butler, is, again, with the Royal Family, it's the same as a kind of butler. As I said to you, it's not like the movie Butler. It's, it's You've got to be able to do everything. Okay, hopefully not iron shoelaces. You've got to be able to do everything from, uh, dare I say, a bit of cooking, 
seven tables, of course, and looking after guests. But then you've got the IT side, because today we've got computers and mobile phones and tablets, as do a lot of the employers, and they want to be able to use these, these devices. Your household is a very modern uh, obviously it's one of the oldest households but it's a very modern household and, and everything's done by emails and by computers so right. you need to understand all of that kind of thing as well and can also say I've a good nanny on occasions not for the royal children but when I'm up for the bed to help out with the nanny and duty so this is what I'm saying the, the role of the has has completely transformed right so at your what do I have to do to be a butler well, I mean, do I have to just show up at your school and well, say I want to be a butler, or do I have to, you know, do I have to actually? You should. You, you need to the school. You need to come along and have a have a, a couple of days with with me, and I, I can teach you. How I to would love that. Um, do you know what this really is? And I'm I'm very open and honest with my students. I'm not one of these butler trainers that say you have to go to my school to be the best butler. It doesn't work like that. The reason I started school was I heard about other schools or academies ever, and I heard that the way that people were being trained was not exactly the correct way, put it that way. And the problem was I worked with one of these butlers. This is how it all happened. I worked with one of these butlers, and he said to me that he spent all this money, an awful lot of money, on a six-week course, and they told him he was a butler. Now, he realized the reality was he wasn't. Right. When we were working together um, in the Royal Household, he was having to, to relearn, and actually that was him learning. And, I, you know, it's wrong that people can run courses and say that. So what I say to my students is when it's happening, I say, there's two ways you do this. You either write, like I did, write to all the grand homes in the country. You can start off at Buckingham Palace and work your way down to Castle Up in Scotland. Or... And, and the potential get an underbutler job, and they're not they're not easy to come by. But you might get an underbutler job and, and start training as a butler and doing apprenticeship for a couple of years, which is exactly what I. Right, I mean that's what you did, right? I mean you started as a you, yeah. you started as yeah. an intern, and then you off the head guy and you took over, right? <laughs> I love that. You, yes, that doesn't sound too good, that does it? Um, <laughs> no, you're quite right. That that used to happen. You know, you you'd be trained, and then the old butler would either right. drop dead or would get wheeled out the room and you would then take over but right. I, I can honestly say that in my in my my situation but as i said to you the other thing i think is, is or you can join my school i don't guarantee at the end of it but i do oh. give i'd like to think i give the most valuable experience you get to for example you get to do over at blenheim palace which is near it's a, a non-royal it's one of the only non-royal palaces in, in england it's beautiful you get behind the scenes you get we get them doing everything that i've done in my time as a royal household the only thing is you're doing it in the course of a week maybe two weeks and then we then help them through rest and recommendations to get into another home okay. where they carry on that training I do get some amazing job opportunities that come up for the students. So yeah. I don't guarantee it, but it is there. It can happen. So what are you, uh, you know, what are you, what are you charging people to show up at your school and charge? And uh, well, you know, what, what are you, what are you I, in a year, Grant? What are you I pulling like down? Think, I, I like to think I'm one of the cheapest because <laughs> when, when when I discovered how much people do charge. Uh, I, thought, I don't want someone to do a course, and, and the other thing is, if you go, say you go to one of these public schools, and you spend, you can spend up to sixteen grand. Um, you know, there's no guarantee, as I said, that you're going to get a job at the end of it. My school, we charge two thousand per student, and that's over about five days. I don't know what it is. You break it down, but it is. I think it's safe to say it is one of the cheapest 
linen. I do try to do it even cheaper. I mean, I, there has been occasions where I've ran even less because I'm, I'm look, of course, there's a business and I have to make money from it, but I'm, I'm really passionate about training uh, people up the correct ways. Luckily, we do get the courses filled quite quickly. And, and the, the, the wonderful bit is the students that do the courses have never, ever, I've been doing it now six years, I've never, ever had a negative a piece of feedback. If anything, it's positive. And uh, some of the stories, I mean, one of my butters, as an example, and all work for take that for one of the concerts, you know, so you, you hear some great um, stories on the back of it. And that, that for me is what it's labeled. You know, that's what it's all about. All right. So uh, a couple things, a couple things you, you've, uh, you know, you're, yeah. you're, uh, you're, you've been, as a an instructor for uh, movies and films and t- television shows, and you know, you told us uh, just a few moments ago that uh, you know, really, real life doesn't really represent what happens mm. in the films. So, I mean, are mm. you are are you pushed aside and said, no, that's not really what we don't want real life. We want what people imagine a butler is. Yeah, right. Yeah, you do because when I get like media work or television work, or if I'm actually in front of the camera couple of, of situations um, being from the States I don't know if you've heard it there's a, there's a couple of chaps who um, have become good friends called the Dolan Twins and I ran a class for them for the MTV Music Awards okay. and I remember them I remember them saying to me we want you to be like a butler so etiquette kind of instructed a traditional butler so I did with a traditional approach and that's what people want you know people when it comes to me they don't want the modern day butler they want the kind of old fashioned yeah. uh, traditional patterns. so that's what I do that's what I give people but uh, how much from my social media because I, I do a lot on social media under the name the Royal on my background and, and I, I do work with the Royal to the same day and so it, it's it's a, a bit of a character and if you guys have seen my again under the Royal Butler I, I, I people ask me etiquette of Questions and I do all in character and I give them advice from 56 years ago, which causes huge debates. In fact, <laughs> there's a massive debate just now. I told my, my following that they should use a knife and fork when they eat a hamburger. And this has caused outrage, you know, amongst the, the masses. And not saying, how in earth do you use a knife and fork? So I'm now going to have to do a YouTube obviously, to demonstrate this. I enjoy it. You know, I get a lot of right. fun from it. I seem to enjoy it. And the, the, this extraordinary kind of following, the robot following, just keeps growing literally by the week. So, uh, as far as etiquette is concerned, uh, you know, where do you see, how do you see uh, how do you see etiquette overall in uh, you know in uh, globally, but for sure in the U.S. and uh, you know the United Kingdom, uh, we see well, the royals starting to uh, fade a little bit from old school etiquette. Mm, I mean, mm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, we do. I, I've even seen. I've even seen Prince Charles high five recently. So it is. He was drunk though, so I was like, don't worry no, about no, it. No, he was. He was. He was. He was with some children, and he one of them high fived him, and he basically high fived them back. But it really right etiquette because I always say people don't hug the royals. Right. Now, you can hug a royal if they hug you. You can hug them if they high five you. You can high five them back. I think etiquette's changing all the time, very much more now than ever. And, you know, when the original books were kind of drawn up and written, what, two, three hundred years ago, or even if you want to go way back, um, it has to evolve. Those rules are right, those rules that are right for now, a lot of them are, right. are, are, are quite silly rules. 
they're important, they're important rules. But the other part of this is I do make a new rule up myself. And I, you know, I made this rule up uh, last year at Wi-Fi. And one thing that annoys everybody I know is that people who Wi-Fi pass, especially the younger generation, <laughs> when they walk in to some home. Yeah. So I made a rule and said, if you go to some home, don't ask for the Wi-Fi password for two hours after you arrive. And that's only if you're spending the evening, if you're there for the evening or, or overnight. And this rule went up. I remember getting a phone call from the BBC News. I comment wow. on your rule. So it's, it, but it, at the same time, I'm trying to think of it practically. It's important. But the other thing I'll quickly add is when you said about America and, and S, the one thing it does annoy, and I do stand up um, for America because I've got a lot of Americans. People in this country will say, oh, we can't stand how Americans swap one fuck and done and all this kind of thing. Right. But that's, but that's America's ethic. That's their, what they do. You know, that's what you do. That's your way of doing it. And, and I don't think it's fair anyone to say, oh, that's right or wrong. And so you stand up for other countries comes to the kind of etiquette uh, of, of those countries and protocols because that's that makes a country unique and it's really important. So... Um when we have what what's the inside track? All right, so I know you're the official, unofficial, uh, you know, uh, uh, ambassador for the royal family. So I know we've brought uh, we've brought uh, we've got Meghan and Harry now, and we, they seem to have uh, uh, started a little uh, squabble between uh, you know William and Kate and the Queen. Do you yeah. do you get the impression that maybe the Queen shouldn't have said yes to the Meghan and Harry wedding? <laughs> No, no, not at all. I think, personally, I think it's really important because I, I've always said, from working for the family, know what they're like. I've always said that they're all are, are not, uh, you know, they're very modern with the way they do things. And you know, I mean, twenty years ago, people would used to say, you know, they, they, they can't marry. The, um, there were so many rules, wasn't there? You know, the, yeah. Megan Tett, black um, American lady, marrying to family, and that's really. Because I think it's important again for our fans there, not leaders in this way, because it's not being leader, but it's just showing that this is how they're all fans. And we don't discriminate or treat anyone differently or less favourably because of again age, gender. It's it's really important. So we know that's I not true. When, I mean, the royal, we know that's not true. They're the they're the royals. Come on, don't, don't, all, nobody believes that. You know, they, <laughs> really are, but I know what you're saying. Obviously, the royal family is very old-fashioned and traditional, and of course they're old-fashioned um, because well, they've been around for quite a few yeah. years. Um, but no, they are they are very modern. But the Queen, you know, people get us so you know, again. People kind of see her as very uh, serious and 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 yes, she has to be as the Queen. She's also got one of the best humour. I mean. I used to love it whenever I had to look after her because she, I'm just saying that kind of walking with smiling right. or, or giggling. Um, just, she is. And again, you see people, I've, I've been with people that, I remember they're all family, and as soon as the Queen walks into a room, they, they, they like, you know, so the next time I'm yeah. quite about, about the Queen, um, and, and I, I, was always, I hope she's around for many, many more years. So what do you think, how do you think the, um, the outlook on the royals 
have changed. I mean, I feel like um, you know, I feel like now they're starting to come back to maybe a little, uh, mm. a little bit better mm. than I mean, like maybe you know, Princess Diana, Diana and uh, mm. Charles. Those days were monstrous, and then when they split up and the fighting, and then of mm. course her untimely uh, death mm. was horrific. And I feel like those mm. those days then after that were you know put the royals kind of in a. a, a tumble fall with the world yeah i kind of feel like they're you know they fought their way back a little you, you, you know you're absolutely right i mean i i remember i was, I was obviously quite a bit young then and i should mention my first day at trainee butler was the day after princess diana died and you're absolutely right i remember like the rest of the world uh there was yeah. kind of towards the raw farming why were they not just that somewhere that, that we could have been the verge of, of becoming a republic. It was so strong that the opposition again went wrong. Again, I'm going to hold things that we get in the UK that they're on, they're on the increase at the moment. They've got a really high percentage in the tourist industry. I think it's 500 million that they generate now. So it, it, you're quite right now. What's the word? Research has been a, yeah. a, a complete ton of rag. And it's Going back to what you said a minute ago about the Harry and Meghan, it's important that they do carry on in that path because you look at other countries that have lost royal families and things. You know, that's the reality of today's world. You know, people know what they feel, and and you know, who knows? In fifty, six years' time, it may not be longer, and maybe the royal family will no longer be um, the way it was. But it will always be there. It might, it might change, but hopefully, hopefully it's difficult to really say isn't it right okay so i know uh look we're i'm having a little breakup problem so i'm not going to keep you much longer because i i want to uh <laughs> no seriously i i want to talk to you for forever so we're going to hook up again i promise um grant <laughs> it, it was definitely. great um i i really appreciate your time and uh i you know i appreciate look Really, if you have people that you need to have trained to be a butler, you can send them to me, and they can they can wait on me, and I'm willing to do that for you. I think I think there could be a partnership. I can see an American part of the school opening up here. I, 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 this is good. I mean, you're welcome. Is really what I'm saying. So, uh, Grant Harold, I really appreciate your time. Uh, thank you so much. Do you are you uh, as a butler? Can you protest in the streets over Brexit, or are you uh, you you can just have to keep your mouth oh, shut now? Oh no, no. As a butler, I have to follow the royals and don't get involved in politics. <laughs> the, the biggest, the biggest politics to get involved in is whether you put the cream on top of the jam, just on right. or underneath. That's the biggest political thing I'll get involved in. There you go, uh, Grant Harold at. <laughs> The Royal Butler on Twitter, at The Royal Butler. Grant, thank you so much. I really appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk again very very soon. I promise. Thank you. Absolutely. Podcast that defines chewing. No matter what camera, whether I'm looking at a camera, I'm looking at the microphone, I'm looking at that back camera, whatever it is, subscribe to Chewing the Fat. And then if you're on Apple or iTunes, rate and review it's the same it. Thing. No, it's not. There's It's broken up on the, when they break it down, it's the Apple Core and or the iTunes. That's how they break it. Don't look at me like that's how they break it down. I can show you the paperwork. Wait, this show has paperwork? Check out Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and theblaze.com slash radio. I mean, I like playing our own promos. I love our... I, that is... If you listen to the Blaze Radio Network, that is my favorite promo I've made for this <laughs> stupid show. Wait, for what show? 
for this show. Oh, okay, yeah, that's what I thought you said. I thought I heard another word in there used, but no, no, no. I said for this show, this is the best promo I meant for this stupid show. It's like I love it. So that's the word I thought I heard. Yeah, for this show, the yeah, chewing okay. the fat with Jeff Fisher. I love that promo. I love that's that funny. promo. It's a good promo, and you yeah. know, look, you're welcome. It makes some important points. Uh, it does. That you need yes. to follow. Okay, clearly, and it, easy points. Yes, easy. Thank points. you. We also have the CTF hotline for voicemails. Uh, 214-735-9356, uh, powered and by Patriot is, Mobile. That is for what? I'm sorry, for it's the CTF hotline for, for voicemails. Voicemails, uh, Powered yes, by Patriot voicemail. Mobile, 214-735-9356. Okay. I want to send a, a very thank you to the phone number 5810. That ends in 5810. <laughs> um, because he goes, hey, Chris. You know who you are. I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. Next time you come to Vegas, let me know, and I'll buy you some Taco Bell. Oh, Nice. And then I send them a video saying, why the hell are you texting me? There's no texting feature on this phone number. But um, there is, because we've discussed it and before. he replies back with, awesome. Just let me know when you are, and I'll hook you guys up. And I really appreciate nice. you guys. And he closes with this statement that I just want to shoot him. Glad you're offering the texting feature. Thumbs up. There's no texting feature at all. <laughs> but he just texted you, so there is. No, is no, there isn't. What he's saying there isn't. And where's the other one? Uh, Alicia, <laughs> we've got plenty. Listen, for, we'll we'll talk about what Alicia said in just a moment. But I do want to say that uh, there's plenty of voicemails. I've been listening to them, going through them. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And we'll get to them. There will be an episode of voicemails, uh, a special episode of voicemails uh, coming at you real soon. Uh, but thank you, and you can continue to leave voicemails. I asked one day if the text feature worked, and you know, Chris got Somehow all bent out works. of shape. Somehow it worked. I was I didn't know. I didn't know. But uh, apparently, some people are you know letting Breaking you know that it still works. Yes, breaking the rule, like Alicia, like Alicia, and uh, Jeffrey. What's the name of this show? Chewing the fat. And the fat is like food. So you could say this is kind of like a food show. Absolutely. Right? She says this. It's just pictures of cookies. Um, nice. Where are the cookies, Alicia? That's awful nice of her. Yeah. And I mean, pictures. Thank you for the picture. Zip. Uh, we cannot taste picture. In fact, for this show, pictures should not be of. If you're going to send Next. food nope, to the nope. show. Yes, you should send food yeah. to the show. 6301 Riverside Drive, pictures, Building 1. Pictures should not be of food. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, if you're going to send pictures, they should not be of food. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, no, chewing the... And it's also... You know, I've, taken to, I, I've taken kindly to the... Uh, just calling it CTF. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it. Like yeah. That. Hey, CTF hotline. Yeah. Okay. Well, CTF. I like yeah. That. So we just uh, we just had the uh, uh, Royal Butler on, which How I about that? fantastic. Grant is such a good guy for coming on the show, and I, I love him, and we'll, we'll talk to him again. Uh, and I really do uh, think that maybe we need some classes, I don't know, here at uh, Mercury Studios about etiquette. Yeah, he's teaching uh, me uh, etiquette via the phone. Well, the, <laughs> I mean, if he's if he's any kind of a teacher, it's gonna that'll teaching you, you go will to the prove test. it. Yeah, yeah. You, he thought the queen was, but 
Me no, but see, the Queen and uh, the rest of the Dingleberries over there, they've all been brought up since they were little kids. True. They went to uh, royal school. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they've been brought up. Yeah. I mean, I, I've heard them talk about, uh, you know, when they were little kids, they they were taught how to stand and, and not, if you have to go pee, tough. Stand there and take. It's like you're training a dog. Yeah. You yeah. know, tough. You wait, hold it. Even the nannies go through the training, so of course the kids are going to yeah. go through the training. When yeah. is he going to be training? Don't you? worry about it. Don't worry about it. When I get, I, don't worry about it. When I get my certificate of butlery, eh, <laughs> I'll be leaving you and working for the queen. I'm going to be pissed if you get a certificate for butlery. Uh, just I don't think that's what it's called, but it is called that. Butlery is yeah. a special branch in the butler community. It's butlery <laughs> for butlery. Okay. Yes. Yes. But there's still plenty of uh, plenty of news on the royals. Absolutely. Don't, there's, don't roll your eyes. Don't do it because I love these stories, especially since uh, Megan is on board. Oh uh, yeah, she is. We've covered She's it before. Brought, but she mm-hmm. has brought uh, just a whirlwind of turmoil to the castle. Now we have uh, we have some headlines that you know Prince uh, William and Kate Middleton are officially split from Harry and Meghan on their. Uh, Charity on their work. charity work, yeah. which is that's we talked about that, you know, earlier yeah, that they were yeah, gonna split and split. it was all business and official. it's all it's all, you know, it was all just it's just business. It's all mm-hmm. right. Uh we find that uh, Harry has now launched his eco friendly travel project. Right. He got his butt whoop on that one. No doubt. So he has to do something about Especially it. Especially after uh Bro took the yeah. family on vacation flying uh Flying regular. It's never. It's always just the tease on that. We have. Uh, you should know about that. We have Meghan Markle's father who wants to meet Archie. Yeah, he penned a nasty letter, man. He is trashy. Like Meghan, I know, there's not a chance, Meghan. Uh, no, Meghan well, she can't. No. no. He just wants to know. I loved. He was. He said, really, he wants to meet his grandchild. He wants to yeah. put a picture of the grandbaby yeah. up, you know, next to his daughter. Which, you know, you kind of breaks your heart a little. You go, oh, you just go to Instagram. You don't want that. Thank you. Except that they don't have any pictures of Archie on Instagram. They just they do. have them showing. Uh, but uh, he thinks that all family differences can be resolved. I can believe that could still happen for me and Megan and Harry. And I just want to come together. And I just want to know if, if, my, if my grandson got the famous Markle nose. Is um, that a... Uh, never mind. So, never mind. Don't do it. Don't do it. He's white, right? Yes. Okay. Megan is. And white people have something with their nose? It's the the famous Markle nose. So, yes. Okay. So, yes. Is that going to be- The famous Markle nose. Is that going to be the next- what he called it. Is that going to be in the next Nip Talk episode? It's possible. Nip Tuck has been canceled for about 10, 12 years now, but I'm just saying it's possible. It could be on the next episode. I ever tell you about the the Nip Tuck episode? That's my favorite Nip Tuck episode. Yes, of all I time. think it was like two days ago or something. I don't think I ever got to the story, though. Oh, uh, well. Because you said I'd said it before. It's the, uh, you said I've told it before. Oh, yeah. It was on Friday or Thursday. But yeah, yeah. I don't remember ever telling the story. So we, and then we have a group of American tourists who didn't recognize the queen. That's my favorite story. How is the queen not saying? Uh, she can't. I'm the queen. She can't say you, that. Do you know the she queen? Cutie. No, I didn't. 
She, she can't say that. So she turns to the. Uh, they ask if she knows if she knows the queen. Yeah, the first ask her if she lived around the area. She, yeah, there's, you know. And she goes, duh. "Yeah, I live around the area. That big castle is mine." <laughs> <laughs> I live around the area, you know, in the shadow of everything around here. Right. <laughs> and uh, they asked if she'd ever met the queen, and she said, "No, but they have." Yeah, the Secret Service, the Royal Secret Service. So apparently, uh, that's the go-ahead for the Secret Service to, to say, "Go ahead, and, hey, you're in front hey, of the queen, idiot. That is the queen." But they didn't. How does she this, just walked for out. these Americans? I know. I well, do not know the queen. I talked to my wife. She said she doesn't know what the queen looks like. So not what the queen looks like. Exactly what I said. It's the queen of England. She looks like the queen of England. Yes. Thank you. She's been the queen for a hundred and fifty years Thank now. You. Yeah. Yeah. You know who the queen is? Is she wearing a beard and a, is she wearing the Santa Claus outfit for the neighborhood? She the, can't the, recognize the, her. The designated survivor. She wearing the, yes. the jacket with a hat. I mean, she's out for a little walk with the black hat and the glasses. I mean, she's the queen. She's got her silly dog. Everybody knows. Thank you. Everybody knows that's a queen. Thank Come you. on. Thank you, Americans. Sad. And then there's a story that I want to delve into, and I know that we do not have time for this show because we're running on the Blaze Radio Network. And thank you for listening on Blaze Radio Network, but you should subscribe to Chewing the Fat. But there's a a story that talks about Prince Harry and Meghan's summer of hell. I This story is tremendous. At some point, maybe in the dessert section, Maybe in the grizzle section, maybe in the back fat section, we'll we'll talk about this. What is it? Oh, the fat bomb. Yeah, the fat bomb section of the show that airs right after this. You know, you can stick around on Blaze Radio if you want and listen to Buck Sexton, or you can subscribe to Chewing the Fat and listen to uh, you know Fat Back Back Fat. You know, you can listen to that. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to the dessert section, and, and uh, I appreciate it very much. And we'll get to uh, you know Prince Harry and Meghan's Summer of Hell recap. Um, great story, some really good inside stuff. But I also want to talk to you about uh, another story that's maddening to me, uh, and people should be, should be smarter. Now, we started the show off with talking about the casino ripping off uh, – Ripping off our girl. I got to remember her name here. Hold on. I want to make sure that because it's going to be her casino soon. Brooke. Uh, Katrina Bookman. Katrina Bookman. You know, Brooke was close. What are you, me? (laughs) You're becoming me all of a sudden? It's, you know, her name, uh, Brooke. Uh, Katrina Bookman. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You're lucky I didn't say Brie. So So this uh, couple uh, is uh, arrested after the bank mistakenly deposit 120000 into their account. Now, everyone knows, at least you should know, that if you look at your bank account and there's a big chunk of cash all of you a sudden You go to deposit, the nearest bank, you withdraw it all, and you go and buy and keep anything that you can. Well, that's not really what you should do. What no? you should do is go to the bank and withdraw it immediately. Yes. And then invest it. Okay. Yeah. So that when the eventually when the bank comes back to you and you says, "Give it back," hello. Remember that? Yes, yeah, so this is the bank, and, uh-huh. and we remember well not long ago we uh, accidentally deposited one hundred twenty thousand into no, your bank account. Oh no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, we did because we saw the uh-huh. next day you withdrew it. So uh, uh, you know no, we're no, here. So no. 
You want to let us in the doorway? Or? Um, no, but here's a duffel bag <laughs> with all the money. And they go away. All right. Now, they can technically, I believe, take that interest money that you make. But they, if you were to just say, oh, that's right. We took it out because I want to save it. I didn't know if anybody was going to find it or not. Jeez, sorry. I'm waiting for the Dom to come in and pick up his money. Yeah, but here you go. Whatever. If you say it's yours, here you go. Get out of here. If you say it's yours. No, I'm sorry. No, I need receipts <laughs> that tell me that this 100 and something thousand dollars belong to you. I mean, they had a, they had 1100 bucks in their bank account. And then the next day they've got hundred over 120000 in there. Okay, Jeff Fisher. That's a good day. When you open your bank statement and you see that, seriously, serious matter, what is the first thing that you do? I have all kinds of jokes. But in real life, you got to go to the bank, right? Really? Because I'm thinking about it. Because that happened to me. It wasn't $130,000, but it was $20,000 more than ever. See, 20 grand, though. I guess we have to work out what the the cutoff point is. No, you... What do you mean? What the cutoff point is. Because, so what is your cutoff point? When is well, that's what I'm saying because okay. 120000 is like, they're going to catch that. Okay. 20000 Yeah. I didn't notice. I didn't notice. Are you that loaded? I didn't notice. 20000 I. Yeah. What are you talking about? I just figured down. You know, I got my job came through and the 20 grand. That extra kick from the taxes came in. Ooh. Well, I know that wasn't the case, but the uh, so, you know some other place- uh, you know, it's twenty grand. That deal yeah. came through. Yeah, the yeah. deal came. Through. Yeah, the deal came. Yeah, through. the deal. Because if I see a hundred and something thousand dollars more, I am taking half, automatic, half. On top of which, you can't go to the bank and just withdraw one hundred twenty thousand. No, you anyway. cannot. They'll freaking free, they'll freak if out. If you go to the bank and say, I, if "My my father in law was so pissed, he wanted to take ten thousand out, just so he had some money in in his safe," and they made him jump through hoops to get ten grand, and he was like, "It's my freaking money." You're going to give me my freaking money. And uh, they made him wait. He was pissed that they made him wait. And I don't blame him. Did he get it out? Oh, yes. But they made him. When I say wait, it wasn't a couple hours. It was like a couple days. Oh. Like two or three days. Yeah, they just don't give you. That's why the bank does not have any physical money under vaults. Or they, you know, they don't because of government regulations and stuff. They have to, you know, mark down. It could be 10. No, it's 10. 10? Hmm. And by the way, we learned it's $10,000 that they have to report. Okay. All right? Anything else they have to report if, if it's below 10000 and the bank thinks it's fishy, then they can report that too. Or so they can report anything. Correct. Or if it's close to the ten grand, and, and they say, well, eh. Because people have, we've done stories about the one guy, the congressman who said, the, even the cashier said, don't do 10 because I have to report it. Do 9,000 so I don't, don't have to report it. They still reported it. I'm I, just saying. It's, anyway. It's upsetting because it's your money. And by yes, the way, it's a old ass man that can barely walk. I, what is he going to do? Money. What is he going to do with his? He's out. Gamble, he's out spending it on drugs or whatever. So, if he, if he wants to go and buy 10 hookers and blow and just make it rain in downtown Fort Worth. He's taking me with him if he's going to do that. Oh, I'll tell okay. you that. So, if he's taking his... his <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yes. So, yes. so they see the 120000 I want to see what happened to you. Wait a minute. Before we talk about what happened to this couple, I want to talk about oh, you yeah. and your 20000 Yeah, I'm, uh, the 20000 So, the the military... Made a mistake. 
See, right. that's not the bank, though. No, but it got deposited to my bank. Well, you don't I guess it is the bank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it it got you know automatically drafted, routed into your account, right in my account. And I woke up and oh my, it's going to the military made a mistake um, when they let me out of the military. I already had signed up for a another reenlistment, okay. and when that happens, the they forgot to put in my bonus, and they have to buy out my contract because I gave them so and so. So that was the difference between them buying my contract, okay. me leaving, and then I woke up like that, and I, and I called the bank. I was like, I think you made a mistake because there's like this much money more in the account. They did a little investigation, and then they looked at it said it came from the Air Force, you know, and they're like, yeah, that's from the military. So they gave me a phone number from my pay, and then they're like, yeah, we made a mistake, and here's the rest of your money. I'm like, okay, it's a good day here. Nice. Nice. It was pretty cool. It was so cool. it wasn't a mistake that ended up having them take that money away. No, no, no. It was a mistake on there. And, and then admitting that they made a mistake, that's fantastic. Yes, I'd like to have that happen. Yeah. Please? Anytime. Well, you have to join the military first. I mean, uh, again, you I mean. I know. Again, you mean. I know. Okay. I know Grenada. I forgot. Okay. Sorry. Thank Sorry. you. You have to join the military again. <sighs> Thank you. So this couple wakes up to a, an extra hundred twenty grand in the checking account. Now they just—they've decided that they bought an SUV, two four wheelers, a camper, a car trailer, all essentials. <laughs> so far, he has said everything that you need to survive. They in also allegedly uh-huh. paid bills, Good made for them. cash purchases. There we go. Gave fifty grand to friends in need. Come on, man! Okay. Charity work. And and then they the bank contacted them. Hello? Yeah, uh, Tiffany, uh, this is the bank. Mm, yes. And uh, look, we made a mistake. Uh, oh, you owe me more money? You know that uh, You know that whole uh, 120000 extra in your account? Yes, yes, yes. No, 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 no. Yeah, well, you must know because you spent, the, you spent it. No, no, and no. We saw no, that it no. went into your account and then uh, you've been spending it. No. Uh, we need to go ahead and get that back. I don't have any money. No, no, I don't have anything. Uh, we don't have the money anymore. I mean, it's gone. <laughs> That's what she said. You should have called gone. me yesterday. Um, <laughs> and by the so, way, this is Tiffany's assistant. So then, the, then the, they say to the bank, okay, well, I'll tell you what. Um, we'll try to work out some kind of payment plan with you because we spent the money. This sounds just like the stupid casino. No. You gave me the money by mistake. I keep the money. No, you don't. You have insurance. Go claim it from your FDIC they've now, insurance. They've now been arrested. Shut up. Right. No. Felony theft charges. No. No. No, Jeffy, no. <laughs> no, because that's that's like me and you going to the bank right now. We're getting the same charge as if two people went to a bank and robbed the bank. Now, they no. already admitted this is where they made the mistake. Ah, uh, they did not call Jeff Fisher. Thank you. Uh, Jeffy Esquire. at Law. They didn't call Jeffy at Law. Jeffy at Law. Because... Uh, they said, uh, "Is there a know, number for Jeffy at Law?" <laughs> yes, there is. There is? As a matter yeah. of fact, yeah. There's a number for yeah, that. There is a two one four. Uh huh. Seven three five nine three five six. That's Jeffy at Law. Jeffy at Law, powered by Patriot Mobile. Yeah. They said they the couple allegedly told investigators that they knew the money wasn't theirs, but they still spent it. What are you doing? This is just what like the case doing? of finding drugs in the thing. What this is doing? about finding boxes at the end. You should not be hearing about this. Stop talking to the police. 
or the media. They are not your friends. Thank you. Thank you. They can be your friend outside of the job. Yes. When they are on the job, they're nobody. They're they're not supposed to be. No, I'm not saying it's a bad and that's thing. That's not a bad thing. They're no, 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 no. Supposed no. to be. No, it's not a bad thing. What you're saying correct. right now, but they're not your friend. Correct. You treat them as a police officer with respect, with respect, and show them and tell them what they want need to yes. know. Yes. When they say, "Hey, what do you have back there? Where?" I'm right there on the seat. We're on the seat. On the middle seat, I have there a toy. Thank you. But what's under there? Um, I need a warrant. Uh, yeah, we're done. Yeah, I, I'm. Ta- I have to tell I you. I know all this. the Goose Cemeterian. You know the the. I know you're trying to be the Goose Cemeterian. Yes. But no, there's a fine line of like. There sure is. There, and I know this sounds like, oh, you guys are against police. No, there's not nothing against police. It's just there's just a fine line. You like I said, what's in the back seat? We're in the back seat. Right and in I'll the give middle. you an example of that. Okay, that was that was yes. from me. I'll give you a okay, perfect go for it. example of this, okay? So I get pulled over. And I know I haven't told this story before. So I get pulled over and uh it was for the sticker, the re-up sticker on my car here Inspection. in Texas. Yeah. And I'd completely forgotten about it. I mean, I, I was it was like a month after my birthday, right? I mean, I for completely forgot about it. And I pulled out of a parking lot, and as the police officer was pulling into the parking lot as I was pulling out, and I saw him look at me, and I knew by the look on his face, he's turning around. Boop, boop. He's turning around, and he did. And he followed me. He followed me for a little while, and then, he, then of course, I get the... Boop, boop. And I pull over. And he goes on about this. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, I was, shoot, really? Gosh darn it, I forgot it. And, uh, and he's being really nice. He wasn't being, a, he wasn't being a, a mean police officer at all. He was just, he pulled me over. I, was, I absolutely was doing something, was driving illegally, uh, according to their rules. And, uh, I, I, and I was looking for my um, insurance tag, which... You don't really need. I mean, they always ask you for it, but I mean, I'm insured. Okay, if I tell you I've been with the same company for a hundred years, you know, I mean, it's fine. And so I open up the glove box and I say, "Yeah, I got it in here." It's a gosh darn it, because I thought I had it in the in the center piece, and I didn't. I thought it must be in the glove box. And I open the glove box. When I open the glove box, a needle, a needle is in the glove box, a syringe. All right, that my mother-in-law. Used it's empty, but my mother-in-law used it for insulin. Okay, so and I get the insurance, and he stops, and he stops, and he shines his flashlight on, on there, and he sees the syringe, and I was like, ah, yes, it's my mother-in-law, she's for for diabetes, and I close the glove box. I don't think anything of it. Well, now he's digging in, right? So I can either say this is where you this is where you either say no, get a warrant, and get over it or you say you know go ahead search the car i mean search the car and do your job but don't give me a freaking ticket for the missing uh inspection ticket when we're done <laughs> that's exactly what happened too by the way uh he he searched because i at that time my car was clean and so i said go ahead and search the car and he did and uh and then he let me go we ended up talking uh talking football my point to this entire story don't carry syringes around in your car my point to the entire story is 
They are not your friends. Okay? They're doing up their police job. So when they when they're hauling you in, there's a reason why you get to ask for an attorney. There's a reason why. And a phone call. Shut up. Stop talking. Oh, we knew we knew the money wasn't ours. We just spent it anyway. Now you're going to jail. Now you're going to jail. Probably going to jail anyway, but you know, that's the way it goes. It does seem unfair that the bank screws up, though, and puts money into your account. And I'm supposed to be responsible for the bank screwing up. It does seem unfair, doesn't it? Doesn't it? 